All right, here we go. Welcome in, everyone, to another edition of the Final Score Podcast. Greg Swatak here with you. And we are just a couple of weeks away from the Major League Baseball draft, June 11th through the 13th in Denver, Colorado. And two players who would like nothing more than to hear their names called on draft nights are infielder Jake Plasiak and pitcher Luke Pryor of the Frederick Keys. And Jake and Luke join me now on the podcast. Welcome, fellas. How you doing? Good to be here. Uh, Jake, you've been drafted before. You were taken in the 28th round of the 2018 Major League Draft by the San Diego Padres. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, it was definitely a dream come true. Um, it was definitely unexpected. Uh, you know, I was at a point in my senior year of high school to where, you know, I was pretty much set on going to college. Um, you know, I had a pretty good fall right before my senior year then I had a good senior year of high school and then, you know, got a call. Well, I actually didn't even get a call. It kind of just happened. Um, and, you know, my my dad was like, hey, you just got, you know, you just got picked. I got a bunch of phone calls immediately. My phone was blowing up. Um, where, where, was, where were you at the time? What were, you, what were you doing? I was actually about to leave for a summer ball game. Um, and then my dad was like listening to it to, just to see if I got picked, if any of my friends got picked. Because at that point, he was on the radio because it was like the 28th round. Heard my name. He was like, dude, you just got drafted. My house went crazy. My phone blew up. Um, and it was definitely a dream come true. Were you, were you totally shocked? You, you weren't expecting it at all? Uh, yeah, I thought that I knew that there was a chance, but I mean, I was mostly pretty surprised. Um, and like I said, it was definitely a, a dream come true for sure. Yeah, but instead of turning pro, like you said, you were intent on going to college. You wound up going to the University of Kentucky to play ball. Uh, how tough was that, the turning pro versus going to college decision for you? Um, You know, it wasn't too hard, to be honest with you, because I, I know that I wasn't ready as a person or as a player, to be honest. Um, I felt like I needed to experience more. As a player and as a person, I thought that college was going to do that for me. Um, I actually went out of high school to Wichita State. Um, so that was my first stop. And then our coaches got fired after my freshman year, and I didn't play as much as I felt like I should. So then I went to junior college at Wabash Valley. Um, and that was the COVID season. And then after that, then I went to Kentucky. But, you know, I, I definitely think I made the right choice because I know that I've been able to grow uh, a lot as a person and as a player. Yeah, and this is your second season playing in the draft league for the Keys. How did you feel about coming back to Frederick this season? I was really excited about the opportunity. I think I got the – I think Andrew might have sent me the email uh, or the contract either in late in the fall or early in the spring. And I was like, yeah, if I'm going to be playing summer ball, I want it to be in Frederick again because, you know, last year, the first year of the league, I loved it. You know, I played well. Um, it's just a really good setup. So when I knew I had the opportunity to come back, I knew I was dead set on, on coming back to Frederick. Uh, Luke, Luke, you of course are the uh, the hometown uh, kid, a Middletown High School graduate. Uh, you play your ball uh, in college nearby at Mount St. Mary's. So, what what does it mean to you to be wearing a, a Keys jersey? Uh, it's really cool. I mean, I remember coming to the games like when I was younger, and all throughout my life, really. And it's just a really cool experience to be able to wear that same jersey as I watched some of my favorite players wear. Yeah, I mean, so you grew up going to Keys games. Yeah, all the time. I mean, how did this opportunity come about for you to, to, to play in the draft league? Uh, through a summer coach that I knew actually from TJ High School, which is another local high school. Um, I was playing summer ball with him. And then I was just like talking to him about the draft league. And he was like, oh, I know, like I have a connection. And he got me in. And then I got a good word from a guy who saw me pitch in college. And that's how I got in. 
What, what what should people know about the draft league, uh, guys? It's it's we're two we're two years in here. It's an unknown league to a lot of people. Uh, what, what what would you say people should know about it, Jake? Uh, I would definitely say it has grown a lot from last year. I feel like last year there was a lot of talent, especially in the first half. Um, and I feel like this year there's even more talent, especially arms and you know position players. To where I feel like our lineup is deep with a lot of guys that can play, a lot of guys that have a chance to get drafted. Same thing with our arms and the arms that we've been facing. So, you know, a lot of guys want to talk about, you know, the Cape and all these other leagues, but this is definitely one of the best leagues in the summer, um, especially with the, the setup we're playing in the old minor league stadiums. There's always scouts in the stands um, and the fan bases of all the teams are really good. So it's definitely a really good summer um, league. And I know that as it keeps going and moving on, it'll get better and better. And I'm just happy to be a part of the first two years of it. Luke, how would you describe the uh, caliber of the baseball? I think the caliber of the baseball is really, really good. I mean, it's the best baseball I've ever played for sure. Um, and to piggyback on what Jake said, I think that also this league compared to the other ones really teaches you how the professional life is and more like how to be a professional than the other ones. Yeah, I mean, last year, Jake, you had a, you had a great season. Uh, you, you led the league in home runs, uh, top 10 in RBIs. Just how are you able to find a success so quickly in the league? Yeah, I, I kind of feel like I thrive when I'm able to play every single day. You know, in the, during the college season, it's like you play three or four days a week where, you know, in this summer league, you play six or seven days a week. So it's a little bit easier for me to get into a groove, find my swing and stay, you know, having good timing when I'm playing every single day. Um, and I just feel like I have a knack with hitting with wood too, um, to be honest. So I don't know. It's, it's definitely been a lot of fun to be here. And, you know, I, it definitely helps a lot when you have really good coaches too. Last year, we had a good staff. And this year, I feel like our staff might be even better with, you know, Joe, Angel, Smitty, Larry, Dennis, to where it's like you have so much major league experience that if you have any questions, they definitely have the answer. Do they talk about their careers a lot? Does, does Joe talk about his major league career a lot with you guys? Uh, he's very humble about it, but I, I'm a person that I like to hear stories and I like to hear his mindset because he's done everything that I want to do. To Like he's won a World Series, he's played in the big leagues, all this different stuff to where I want to hear about, you know, how he did that and the different stories because I know he has stories for days. So I definitely uh, am always in his ear. How much have you heard about the 90 uh, Reds? I definitely heard about it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm looking to ask him and, and learn more and more every single day, but um, he's definitely talked about it for sure. Is first base going to be your position? Yeah. I, uh, you know, I grew up playing shortstop, but I mean, who didn't, you know, and then I played a little bit of third base, but I'm definitely most comfortable at first base. But, you know, I feel like, if I get into a pro system, you know, they want to be able to move you around too. So I feel like I play first, third, or, you know, corner outfield position too. So uh, given your experience, Jake, what, what do you tell a first year player like Luke uh, about the league? Just to enjoy it, man. You know, sometimes summer ball, I mean, it's not Luke, but cause he's an older guy, but when you're, when you haven't gone through summer ball, it can be kind of like a drag to where, you know, oh, we play again every day. It's hot. It's this, it's that. But then once you get done with summer ball and you're back in the fall at school, it's like, dang, that was a lot of fun. When you get looked back and you're like, damn, like summer ball was, that was a lot of fun. You know, the group that we had, this and that. So it's just to enjoy every single day. Um, and like I said, pick the brains of the coaches because there's not a college coaching staff, no matter whether in the SEC or wherever, it doesn't even matter. There's no college coaching staff with the type of big league experience that we have on our coaching staff. So just to pick the brains of those guys too. So. Is, it, is it hard playing baseball at a basketball school? <laughs> uh, we're almost turning into a football school now, but uh, <laughs> a lot of 
there's a the fan base for all the all the sports is really good so. yeah big big blue nation right yes sir <laughs> yeah uh luke people around uh these parts have been watching you pitch for a long time both at middletown high and uh, mount st mary's how did you get started as a pitcher and has that always been your position uh kind of i mean i always pitched but i didn't really pitch a lot when i was younger honestly and even in high school i didn't pitch a lot until my senior year just because i was young and there was other arms um but then my senior year i had a pretty good year pitching and then i threw kind of hard so that's how i got the offer at the mount and then i feel like i've been a thrower for a long time but i'm starting to actually learn how to pitch a little bit now so yeah like what are you learning specifically just and like it's not just about going on the mound and trying to throw as hard as you can every single time like there's different sequences and like just watching hitters and learning about their swings just from like just observing and then being able to attack based on what I have for what I see in their swing like find their weaknesses and exploit them what are your best pitches uh I like my fastball a lot two seam fastball get it on the hands or the righties tail it away from the lefties and then slider growing up was that your mindset just throw it as hard as you possibly can yeah yeah basically just grip it and rip it and, and and that started to change where in high school college or w when did that start to change uh, mostly college i mean in high school and where i played like my fastball played and beat a lot of people so i didn't really have to have an all-speed pitch and then in college i found out kind of quickly like uh, i might want to think about actually pitching to these guys if you just throw fastball 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 they start hitting it pretty good. Um, but then I just, I actually developed the slider uh, last year, which has been a really big help because my curveball is just like, eh. But the slider has been a really good pitch for me to have. Well, what was playing close to home, Luke? Was that was that a priority for you? Yeah, actually, the mount was my first offer out of high school. And I was like, I wanted to stay fairly close. And I knew that that was a pretty good level of baseball. So that's why I committed there. Yeah, I mean, just talk about your introduction to the draft league. Just how is that process of, of getting into the league, uh, learning the league, learning about the hitters? How has that been for you so far? Really good. And like uh, Jake said, like just being able, to, being able to talk to Dennis and just pick his brain about every little thing is a really cool, like, um, like it's a really cool um, tool to have. Like when I long toss before the game as a starter, like I always ask him what his routine was or what he did. Or like if I'm feeling a certain way, I would ask him, like, what did you do when you felt this way? And he always has some story or a good answer for me. And then honestly, talking to the other pitches is where I've learned a lot of just from the older guys with more experience or different experiences than I have. They've told me a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, Jake, uh, you, you grew up in Chicago, uh, Illinois. You're, you're, you're too young for the, for the Michael Jordan days. I, I know you've uh, heard all about him, I'm sure. But uh, what was it like growing up in Chicago? And were, were you a Cubs or were you, were you a White Sox fan? Yeah, I, so I grew up in Tinley Park, which is like 15 minutes outside of like the downtown area. Um, but I was a Cubs fan, um, and I grew up on like Derrick Rose, so not Michael Jordan, but Derrick Rose. And you know, obviously with the injuries and stuff, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Though I mean, it's a big sports town, obviously. You know, basketball, football, baseball doesn't matter. It's like all out, even hockey. So yeah, even the Blackhawks, right? Hockey too. So it's definitely easy to get into sports and hard not to like them. Um, and even if you don't like them, like even my, my mom and my sister, they kind of get sick of it, but it's always on the TV. So, uh, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. What, what, what was 2016 uh, like for you when the Cubs won the World Series, be beating up on my uh, Cleveland Indians? Yeah, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. Just the whole, because going back to like 2015, they had a good year and then 2016 going into it. 
um, in the playoffs. It was, it was definitely a lot of fun, and the city was buzzing for sure. I mean, you, I, I see you as being a true Cubs fan, but after the Cubs won the World Series, it's like all these Cubs fans were suddenly come out, coming out of the woodwork. It's like, oh, I've always been a Cubs fan, or the Cubs have always been my team, but yet you didn't hear about them a lot when, when, when they were struggling, right? Yeah, so. we, we, don't, we don't claim those fans anymore. <laughs> And, and and you juggle. I I I was I was reading up on you, and 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 I I saw that you juggle. How'd you learn how to do that? So they actually that was actually part of our gym class when I was in elementary school. They taught us how to juggle. We started with like scars, and then we moved to balls, and then I was able to juggle like clubs and rings and stuff too. I could probably juggle three bats if I wanted to. So. Uh, uh, we'll have, we'll have to see that that could be like in in uh in in between inning uh, entertainment yeah. at the game, right? I to, so I to, yeah, I might have to go on top of the dugout or something. Did you pick it up right away, or did you have to learn, or you wanted uh, to learn, or? Yeah, it took me a little bit, but it's pretty easy now. I can juggle four balls and stuff too. So we'll have to get some swords or some flaming, uh, yeah. some flaming bats or something like that for you to juggle. Yeah, right? that might be out of my my level, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke, were you an Oriole fan growing up? Yeah, I was a big Orioles fan. That's also another reason why, like being a, like being a key is so cool because a bunch of like the Orioles guys, like Manny Machado, Jonathan Scope, Trey Mancini, like all those guys played on this field and played like as a kid and it's really cool who who were your baseball role models growing up guys uh adam jones for me was one for sure i was a big nick marcakis guy too when he was in baltimore and then yeah. as i got a little bit older my favorite player turned into manny machado no no pitchers in in, in that group uh luke uh yeah i mean it's tough as an orioles fan to have a good pitcher but <laughs> that's true <laughs> uh who were who are the guys you admired uh jake uh, you know, being a Cubs fan, I like to watch them like Aramis Ramirez and Derek Lee. Um, and then, you know, I, De Derek Jeter, too, being a shortstop growing up. But, you know, now I like to watch guys like Tatis. I like watching Machado. Juan Soto is a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, obviously Mike Trout. So. Are, are, are you depressed about the state of the Cubs? They, they, they traded all their guys away, man. A little tough, man. It's a little tough. But, you know, at this point now, after I'm getting this age, I'm, I'm a fan of whoever wants to give me some money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good way to look at it. Were, were, were you? How old were you when uh, Bartman uh, um, happened? Or, I was three. You were was three years old. Did you, did you, any recollection of that, or have you just heard the, uh, heard, heard, heard the stories? Just my dad's stories about almost throwing the TV out the window. But. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the video and stuff and, and, yeah. and all that stuff. So. Uh, uh, Luca, is it, is it nice to have friends and family in, in, in the stands on a, on a regular basis? Yeah. It makes it feel really at home. Um, I get more, I have more people come here to watch me than I do at college, which is really nice. I mean, it's like two of my friends were here yesterday that I didn't even know were here. And then I went hung out with them after the game, which was really nice. And then it's nice for my mom and dad to be able to come and my grandfather. So is, is it nerve wracking to, to play so close to home? Does it, does it, create pressure uh, to perform when you have so many people you know in the stands uh i don't think so i think it actually kind of relieves some of the pressure just because it's a hometown feel you know like i just go out there and people these people have been watching me do it my whole life just gotta be me yeah how would you say your seasons are going so far uh, here in uh, 2022 uh, jake i think it's going pretty well um like i said just you know during the summer you're trying to play well but you're also trying to get better and work on some things mm -hmm. Um, but I definitely feel like it's going good, and you know we're starting to win again, so it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, how how about for you, Luke? Uh, I agree. I think it's been pretty well. I mean, pretty good. We've won decent amount of games. Um, I feel like I've had pretty good outings. I mean, they can always be better, but I'll take what I can get, and they haven't been horrible. 
And then I've, I just have enjoyed learning so much and just being able to be a student in the game here. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jake's been through this before uh, last season. Have have your expectations sort of been in line with what's actually unfolded? Yeah, I think this has exceeded my expectations actually by a fair amount. It has. In, in what way? Just like the experience, the people, like the camaraderie as a team, I thought wasn't going to be like it is. And then like having Dennis was so cool. Like it's, they're just very down to earth guys, all the coaches. And it was, I wasn't like nervous to come in, but I was a little like anxious, I guess. And it's just been like very, re not relaxed, but easy to play. Do, do fans, do they, do they ask you for autographs um, guys? Oh yeah. What, what, what's it like to sign an autograph? It's fun for sure. You know, obviously you got all the kids that they always want to, they always want to ball. Um, but yeah, it's definitely fun signing all the autographs and stuff. And, you know, whenever you have a, another ball to, to spare, you know, you get throw one of them, but it's definitely a lot of fun. And it's just a good environment to, you know, play in front of, uh, you know, a family environment, with a lot of kids, a lot of people who, you know, look up to you. So it's a lot of fun. You get stopped for pictures and stuff too, or take pictures after the game. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke, what's it like for you to, to sign an autograph, especially being the, the hometown kid? Uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, it took me a while to figure out how to sign a baseball. Yeah, that, 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 that's tricky, right? But I, I think I'm starting to figure it out a little bit. But being down the pen is a different beast in itself. You got kids all the time right up your bag asking for gum, asking for this, asking for that. It's kind of funny. Were you guys autograph people growing up? Did you did you always want an autograph or, or, or not so much? Yeah, that's how I try. When they, like, ask for a ball or ask for an autograph, I'm always like, well, I was that kid when I was that age, so I can't be, like, annoyed by them. Right. Are, are, are most people respectful or do you, do you get some really pushy people uh, c coming to ask for a signature, or a picture, or, or are most people respectful most of the time? Or Yeah, they're all respectful. They're all respectful. You know, it's mostly kids and stuff, but obviously, you know, I have some older people sometimes, but everyone's always respectful, especially here in Frederick. Yeah. J Jake, you didn't look like you were autograph guy. You, you weren't you weren't autograph guy growing up. Uh. I mean, I don't know if I was ever close enough to ask for an autograph, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely like giving autographs to the kids and whoever whoever asks. So yeah, no, no, no White Sox. Uh, the the White Sox are the evil uh, empire in Chicago. Or yeah, uh... I went to a few White Sox games growing up just because they were so cheap because no one ever went to the games. <laughs> um, but you know, a bunch of my friends are White Sox fans, so I've definitely been to the field, and they're a lot of fun too. And White Sox are a really good organization too. So. Uh, how, how would you describe watching a game at Wrigley? Second to none. It's the best. Um, you know, obviously it's an older ball park, but it's so historic and so many great players, Babe Ruth, all these other guys played there. So it's definitely a lot of, it's definitely a lot of fun. And you know, when you're, when you're there, it just feels like you're in like baseball heaven almost. So. Yeah. You ever watch a game on the, on the, on the rooftop uh, out, outside the stadium or anything like that? Uh, yeah. Not yet, but I'm definitely going to get there for yeah. sure. But I've been on the bleachers and, you know, a bunch of the other different spots. So, But first, you're going to be on the field there pitching or, uh, or, or playing playing first, right? Right, yeah. Maybe when I'm when my career is over, when I'm like 45, I'll go catching it. <laughs> 45? You're going to play? Why Why play till 45? Is that like a Tom Brady number there? No, or? that'll be when I'm done my career and I got a couple years away. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, for now I'm trying to work to get to play on that field. So. Yeah, I mean the draft is coming up, guys. Uh, we're about uh, 10, uh, 12 days away. Um, what What are your expectations for draft week in general? You go. Uh, I'm excited for it for sure. Uh, you know, being an older guy, senior, I've been through this a few different times, and you know, obviously I had to go my way in high school, and I've had to go the other way. You know, 
last year. Um, so I'm excited, you know, whatever happens, happens. And, you know, I'm excited just to be able to hopefully get an opportunity to play professional baseball because that's whatever kids dream is growing up. Um, that's what I've worked so hard for and put so much time, effort, you know, sweat, blood, tears into this. So definitely excited and whatever happens, happens. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Luke, Luke, do you think you'll uh, get drafted or do you, do you think people will look at you and think you need a little more seasoning yeah. given this is your first year? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it would be nice to get drafted and be able to go play and experience my dream of playing Major League Baseball. But if it doesn't happen, I still have two years of college eligibility left. So always room to grow and get better if not. Yeah, you're a junior at the Mount, right? But but you get your COVID, COVID year too. Is that, yeah. the, is that the two years of eligibility? Yeah. Into this year, I'll be a COVID junior. So. Okay, got, gotcha. Uh, Jake, what, what would it mean to you to hear your name called? It would be a dream come true again, to be honest with you. Um, you know, like I said, it's, I've put so much work into this. There's been so many ups and downs. I mean, this, this sport of baseball is unlike any other sports where, especially as a hitter, you fail so much that when you do succeed, it's like there's nothing like it. So if I get an opportunity, that would definitely mean the world to me and my family. And, and how do you guys just generally see, no matter what happens in the draft, how do you see the rest of the season just playing out uh, over these next few months? Yeah, it'll be fun. You know, the, the next couple of weeks leading up to the draft, we're looking to obviously play well. Everyone's looking to play well individually, and we're looking to win as a team. So, well, what, what's the biggest adjustment, Jake, from from college ball to to, to something like this, a uh, uh, semi-pro wooden bat league? Uh, I think a big part of it is just keeping your body to, ready to play every day. Um, like I said, in college, you only play three or four days a week, and here you're playing six or seven. So. Just having, having the maturity level to be able to get your business done on your own time. Um, and here it's like we're in college. It's so, like, scheduled. Everything's so, like, coached. We're here. Obviously, you know, we have great coaches, and they do coach. But a lot of the stuff you have to do individually, if you want to get extra work in, it's on your own. You know, if you need to lift, you lift on your own. So it's just having the discipline and, you know, the maturity level to get your stuff done on your own rather than having everything be so structured. Right, and in college you're playing a lot of day games, right, uh, guys? Uh, and, and in this league you're playing a lot of night games. Is that is that a big adjustment too, Luke? Yeah, for me it was a huge adjustment, especially for my sleep schedule, because I was a big uh, get get in bed early and get to sleep and then wake up early. But for here, I had to kind of switch that all around because I'm when I'm usually going to bed, we're just finishing off this game. So, but it's definitely been an adjustment, and and it's easier with no classes. So, been making it work. And are you just living at home, Luke? Uh, um, you you don't need a host family, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I um, actually live on my off-campus house at the Mount. Oh, you do? Okay, it, it, it's it's open for the summer there. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what's the biggest thing you've learned about pitching so far? Um, just like how and when to throw certain pitches, and I'm starting to get a better feel of when, like, if I, especially breaking balls for me is a big one like when to throw them in the strike zone, when to throw them out to try to get hitters to chase or take. I think that's been something that I have learned a lot about. Yeah. Are, are you guys somewhat thankful for the night games because you don't have to play in this 90-degree uh, heat all the time? Yeah. Yeah, I love the night games. I actually like to play. I prefer to play at night, to be honest, yeah. just because obviously it's not as hot. Um, and it's just like a better feel. Like I feel like that's how baseball is supposed to be yeah. played. Like when you're playing under the lights, it just means a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so the coaching staff is great. You guys love hearing the stories. Uh, well, well, but how about how about your teammates too? Well, what, what's the camaraderie like on the team? We have a really good group, man. Uh, you know, the mixture of the talent and also just the 
goofy personalities that we have it's it's definitely been a lot of fun yeah yeah you got you guys like to keep it lighthearted in the in the clubhouse i'm sure and stuff yeah, for sure do, definitely do you guys do you guys like play music and stuff how, 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 how do you keep it sort of fun and stuff <laughs> music's always blast and everyone's always joking around with each other so and the coaches we joke around with the coaches coaches joke around with us so it's definitely a lot of fun right and and and, what, and what's your schedule like? You wake up and then you go work out, or um, just just what's your daily life like as a as a as a player in this league? Yeah, so like today I woke up. Um, you know, luckily I'm kind of able to sleep in every day. Um, but do, I do. You have a host family, Jake, or um? No, I stay uh, in the hotel. It's right down the street. So I, I usually wake up around like ten, um, grab a bite to eat, then go lift at Gold's Gym, which is literally right next to our hotel uh eat again and then just come to the field get extra work and do whatever you need so and then obviously play the game eat again um and then get some rest and do it all over again yeah and, and luke you said you've had to adjust your routine completely <laughs> yeah yeah just kind of like <clears throat> switch it to make everything go later but being able to sleep in helps a lot with that yeah, but and it's nice to have those um home-cooked meals i'm sure too yeah, so yeah. yeah jake do you get a free breakfast at, at, at your hotel or yeah, yeah, it's a small little free breakfast. <laughs> From our hotel, there's a bunch of restaurants, Chipotle. Oh, know, yeah. Express, so it's, it's definitely, there's enough for sure. Well, hey, guys, I uh, re really appreciate you doing this. Uh, w wish you well going forward as the draft gets close. Uh, uh, hopefully uh, you guys uh, hear your name called, uh, if, if not this year, uh, sometime soon. Uh, so, so really appreciate having you on, and uh, best of luck the rest of the season. So. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, thanks for having us. Thank yeah. you very much. And, uh, and thanks to all you listeners for joining us as well. That will do it, that will do it uh, for us this week here on The Final Score. My thanks to producer Graham Cullen and to all of you for checking us out. Stay tuned right here, and we'll be back with another episode next week. Until then, have a great week, everyone. See ya.